Welcome to 18 Minutes of Workplace Horror Stories and Helpful Tips. We are Jeff DeWolf and Todd Chandler, and this is Braving Bad Bosses. Jeff is the president of Wolf Prairie, a leadership and organization development firm. He doesn't even have a boss. And Todd is lucky enough to have the best boss ever, and I'm pretty sure he'd say that even if his boss wasn't listening. But over the years, we've both seen a lot oh, yeah. and learned a little. And we're not too shy about passing judgments and armchair quarterbacking the way things should be. So join us for a pint this week as we discuss the racist psycho boss. Nice. <laughs> Jeff, tonight's story is the racist psycho boss. And uh, this, uh, let's call tonight's uh, contributor Simone. Simone. Yep. I used to work for a large investment firm. Our site director was one of the most diabolical leaders I have oh, ever good, had. Good word. He would go around the office bad-mouthing employees behind their backs to other employees. He used racial slurs and oh. made comments about other people's appearances in an open forum. To say he was toxic was a compliment. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice compliment. I take toxic as a compliment. Uh, thank you. No one would stand up to him because he always threatened retaliation. Mm -hmm. People ran in fear. It finally took someone contacting the whistleblower hotline and reporting all of his antics that got rid of him. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. All right. All right. So um, I got no words for this one almost, Todd. I mean, I know, you know, the purpose of our podcast is to try to help Simone deal with the situation. It sounds like a great strategy was employed. <laughs> Just call the whistleblower hotline and recite what the dude is doing. Yeah. Yeah. Takes care of the situation. Well, it is kind of nice to know that organizations have safety nets in, per in place exactly for this type of reason. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, so so we have a we have a few things going on here. I mean, this, we call this the racist psycho boss, but I mean, I experimented with slime ball boss. <laughs> like, I, I just I couldn't come up with words. This this person is so wrong on so many levels. I thought I thought the the word that the that Simone used was perfect when she said this person was diabolical. Yeah, and you know, if there was ever a, a manager that fit that that description, this is probably the guy. Yeah, racist slurs belittling bullying behavior in an open forum um actually threatened retaliation if anybody tried to report him for any of right. this stuff right and uh, ultimately got bounced out because was clearly violating company policy relative to who knows a number of things discrimination uh retaliation yeah um harassment probably yeah. bullying yeah, yeah. so so this is this is a dude that just there is no rehab for a guy like this. I think I think we're no. dealing with a bad human being. Well, and and so it is kind of fascinating thinking about somebody who is um, psycho in all the legitimate ways, <laughs> and and basically meaning that they feel no empathy towards anybody else. Um, and so um, you know, is that somebody that you can rehab in any way? <clears throat> I'm not sure that you can. Calling so. this guy a, a psychopath is an insult to psychopaths <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> I'm just going to say it right now. Well, sure. Calling him toxic is a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, That's what I was going for. Well, and the psychopaths yeah. live among us, right? And so there are bad apples, and you can try to give feedback or provide coaching to as many bad apples as you want. But when you've got a true psychopath in a situation... You you have very limits. You, you have strong limits as to what you can do. And thankfully, in this situation, it was great to see that they had a hotline and be able to deal with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most companies th these days have very strict policies against 
about nine of the things this person was doing. So you so you've got that on your side if you're facing this kind of a situation. So, you know, if we're if we're going to talk about suggestions for someone who finds themselves working for, you know, a real creep yep. like this, use the number one. Use the resources available to you. Correct. So if if you're in any organization of any size, you've got an employee handbook that that specifically prohibits some of these behaviors. You've got that on your side. If you have an HR department, use them immediately. You do not need to tolerate any kind of racial slurs, bullying, belittling, and definitely not retaliation. Not only is it just a rotten thing to do as a leader, it's illegal. Okay, It's illegal at the federal level to retaliate against employees for exercising legal rights. Um, It's illegal to discriminate. It's illegal to harass based on... Any any number of protected categories. So so you've got everything you need to to improve your situation. I don't want to oversimplify this one. Yep. But to me, this is pretty simple advice. You have to act. So you can't yep. do nothing. You can't see horribleness like this going on and not do something. Right. Even and if it's not directed at you, I think it's a great. Right. You know, it's a, it's, you need to take you need to be brave and you need to stand up for people who are being. And my by this. first reaction always is to confront yeah. to provide direct feedback. Um, I think, you know, history would seem to indicate or be able to point to this, that that may or may not make a difference on this part. I think even psychopaths have a right or adjustment for you to be able to deal with directly to say that behavior is not acceptable. That behavior is not appropriate. Um, right. You know, don't do it. If retaliation takes place, then you kick it up the right. you know appropriately right. as fast as you can. Right. But right. I also get the notion of like seeing and observing the behavior. I can tell feedback's not going to be good in this situation, no, no. and then to act. And and if you can't act, if you don't have a safety net, then get right. out. Right, right. The key here is you always you always need to have witnesses. Yep. So so when you confront, yep. um, I, I agree with you. You don't always have to run to HR. You can go to this person and say, you know, what you said was was hurtful and harmful and inappropriate here. Yep. And it, it, from my reading, it's against the company policy right. to treat people like this. Right. So, um, you know, based on based on the fact this person is some sort of crazy racist psychopath, he's probably not going to react well to it. Sure. So you document the conversation. You have a coworker in there with you when you when you confront on this yep take take a shot at it yep. um i'm going to tell you right now it's probably not going to go well yep so but take a shot at it the, the the beauty part of it is even if it doesn't go well then it gives you even more credibility that when you need to do something beyond that to be able to say well here's here's what we did and this right. is how it went um right. and from there behavior the, didn't change so i'm gonna yeah. need some help i I, I'm no uh, psychiatrist. I, I can't diagnose uh, psychopaths from a distance. But what little I do know about psychopaths is I think actually a confrontation would actually probably play out pretty well because they're fairly charming. And, you know, be able to, to be able to say what you've done is then actually make them smart um, to be able to say, I know I can't say this stuff around Todd anymore. What I need to do is be more careful about it. And then he's totally talking about Todd behind my back and mm. doing everything mm-hmm. that way. And mm-hmm. so, you know, then it's a situation of have you tamped it down or dealt with it uh, differently. But, man, I'm, I'm so glad to hear and to see that this one had a decent resolution. Yeah. yeah one of the things I, I, I tell people who are going through situations like this is that when you're in a situation that is so over the top yeah. like this, if 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 you can have a, a small amount of patience, usually these situations work themselves out. Sure. Now, 
you know, I, I'm kind of I'm kind of torn with that advice because half of me wants to tell Simone, just quit. Yep. You know, vote with your feet, get out. Nobody deserves to be treated like this. Just just go. But on on the other hand, the worse it is for a manager in today's culture, in most yep. in most organizations, a person like this does not survive that long, regardless yep. of how talented they are. Yep. They will get by on their sales abilities or their results they produce for a period of time, but right. eventually it will come back to bite them. They will go over the line with somebody who who, who makes something happen. Sure. So, so if it's a good job and it and looks great on a resume and if, if everything's going well except for this guy, yep. set your, set a timer. Yep. Give it six months. Be getting your resume going. But if, you know, my guess is that this, this dude's going to be out of there before you're ready to pull the chain and get out. I love the set a timer strategy, and I think that could apply to a lot of different yeah, uh, I think bad you gotta bosses. Do it. To say, we're, and and you know, and the the tough part is always when you see people who pick the wait and see solution, but set a timer puts a deadline on it that's really nice, and and to set a timer and to engage in activity to see if that produces the results you want is an important part of that. I want to flip this one just a little bit on its head and say. What if someone you knew were dating this individual or in a relationship with this individual? What advice would you give with, them? With, wait, with Simone or the boss? So Simone is the person working there. So with the boss. So it, I'm 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 going over the top. It's our podcast. We can do whatever <laughs> we want. This person's a psychopath. Clearly, clearly a racist psychopath. Yeah, by the way, yeah, the worst kind. Yeah, and so someone who. If, if instead of Simone working with us, Simone's a good friend of yours. Simone's okay. um, uh, connected with you, a, a relative, dating a racist psychopath. <laughs> because part of this is, so so we agree from a work environment, right? Uh-huh. This is a toxic work environment. It yeah. needs to be dealt with. This right. person's adding toxic, toxicity to it. Yep. What about in a relationship situation? And the reason I ask that is because it's easy to say this person needs to leave the organization and there's more clearly defined roles on that. But sometimes people get embedded in relationships along this way. And how do we coach or help people realize they're in toxic relationships? Wow, that's that's going deep on did something. I, did I take too you're, wrong you're of a going, turn you're, there? You're going a little bit deep on this. because Raving I mean, bad boyfriends? Because frankly... There's nothing permanent about a boyfriend that's a racist either. I mean, right? I mean, you're not, you're not, unless you're. you're it's the psychopath you, part of it that you is, know, it feels I, more permanent. You know, I think there are more divorced psychopaths than non-divorced psychopaths. Yeah. So, um, not really necessarily sure that my counsel would be any different. Yeah. Frankly, to someone who is is really just just a toxic individual. Yeah. I mean, I think even a even a spouse to some extent needs to lay down some pretty clear guidelines and, and ground rules and set a timer on some of these behaviors and yeah. and be willing to do what's what's right for themselves. Well, and part of this really gets back to like is this person changeable or not? And and yeah. so, you know, when you see something like this, this is a person who is so non-concerned with others the impact of their behavior has on others. And there are people like that that exist. And so what do you do to make sure you protect yourself or insulate from that? And if they're in the work environment, how close to your work environment do they need to be before you actually react or do something to it? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. I feel like, I feel like we've given this one enough time. Yeah. You know, it's like, um, 
I think we I think we let's go to last call on this one. Yeah. Let's 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 short circuit this because ultimately I think my my main advice would be, you know, for this for this individual, you are in an environment that is not appropriate for anybody. Yeah. This is not okay. And so, you know, either immediately use your resources, so immediately use the whistleblower hotline, which I think was a great strategy. Um, if, that, if, if that does not seem to be available to you, then I think it's set a timer. Do not, you know, become the frog in the kettle or the frog in the whatever boiling water and sit there for, for weeks and months and years putting up with stuff like this. Set a timer, and, and if, if that person is not gone, be ready to go. It's funny you said the frog in the kettle because I was thinking of a different frog, which oh. is the frog in the scorpion. Do you know that story? I'm not sure I do. So it's Aesop's fable, uh, one of Aesop's fables. Um, and so frog and the scorpion are on one side of the river. Uh, oh. The f- frog wants to get to the other side of the river, or the scorpion wants to get to the other side of the river. And so he asks the frog to help him swim across. And the frog says, no, you're a scorpion. You'll sting me, and I'll die. And the scorpion says, why would I sting you? If, if I sting you while we're swimming across, we'll both drown, and that wouldn't do me any good at all. And so the frog says, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll help you get across. Swimming across the river, sure enough, scorpion stings them, and they start to go down. And the frog said, why did you sting me? And he goes, I'm a scorpion. That's what we do. <laughs> and, I and they both drowned. And they both drowned. And psychopaths like this are scorpions, and they will sting you every single time. And okay. how do you protect yourself against those scorpions? And I think you laid it out brilliantly that it's act. Use the resources you've got. Uh, set a timer. Make sure you protect yourself and uh, just don't tolerate it. Um, and if it's a situation where the organization doesn't have the safety net or is not going to yeah. protect you on it, then it's time to get out. Yep. That means the toxicity has spread yeah. beyond just this individual. And yep. So you got to you, you just have to go. Yep. You don't deserve this. You don't deserve this kind of behavior. You don't deserve this kind of treatment. Think about yourself and bail out. Yep. So you're giving it a ten. I'm giving it a ten. Get yep. out. Just get out. Although this one was nice because it ended with a happy ending. <laughs> All right. We'd love to hear your horror stories, and hopefully they're a little less horrible yeah. than what this horrible yeah, I can't one handle was. More like this. Yeah, but we know there are other scorpions out there, and if you had a scorpion or a slightly less scary critter of some sort, uh, we'd love to hear that story. And the best way for you to do that is to go to wolfprairie.com backslash bad bosses. And uh, that'll give you an opportunity to share your story. And uh, we'd love to hear it. We'd love to discuss it. And we'd love to help you in that particular situation. 